Hello mate, how are we doing? In this video, I'm gonna walk you through what I've been doing basically over the last couple of weeks to achieve the next level, the proverbial next level in my company um, and how you may need to do the same thing because I've learned a lot about myself, about the company, and honestly, just don't have a chit chat really. My name's Charlie Morgan. I've built and scaled two companies, an agency called Northflow Consulting that we got to $100,000 a month. And um, now I run Imperium Acquisition, which is a eight-figure consulting business. Still getting used to saying eight-figure consulting business. Um, cash collected right now, we're doing about 700K a month. We're revenue booking about a million a month, which is kind of a weird thing to say because I've been wanting to do that for eight years. But when I collect a million dollars in cash, I'm officially eight figures. So I'm not quite there yet, but near enough I am. So you know how it goes with YouTube. You always say you're a little bit better than you are. But the only constraint to your success is your ambition and your creativity. This is something that I've learned recently where my company hit a plateau. We were making 500 grand a month. So between February and basically sort of like April, my company sort of plateaued, right? So February, March, April, we had like a three, three month sort of stint where we just sort of had this level like 500, 500 grand a month. Now, trust me, and I know this is hard to comprehend and believe, but plateauing at 500k a month is just as painful as plateauing at like 5k a month. Maybe not, because at 5k a month, there are certain personal and psychological needs that you won't be able to meet properly, and that's way more painful. But like 500k a month and 10k a month and 20k a month, if you plateau, like it's all the same. The same psychological conditions apply. If you're a conscientious individual and you value growth, as I do, for example, and you're not seeing that growth and you're not able to channel that conscientiousness into an upward trajectory, then frustration and disappointment naturally manifests. And I've now cracked the code of how to break a plateau in business. And that is to radically shift your environment temporarily. So what I've had to realize is that Throughout my entrepreneurial career, I've always been in between two stages, actually three stages. Stage one is relaxing, doing nothing, right? Holiday or just forced burnout when my body doesn't let me work anymore. So that's stage one, but that's a moon stage. But there's two main stages I sort of consciously have to jump between now. The first stage is what I like to call like the head down stage. Head down stage is where you know what you need to work on, you know what direction you're going in, you just, you can, you've got a clear stage of moves you have to make. You've got a plan, you just need to execute. So we will call this the head down execution stage. This is where you're locked in the room, where I, I mean, I'm locked in the room, right? 12 hours a day, on my own accord, may I add, by the way. 12 hours a day and I'm just working. This, for example, I'll give you an example recently um, when I built my program, Easy Grow, right? I locked myself away, um, threw away the key for basically nine months to build out my current product. And in those nine months, I built my program, consistently posted three YouTube videos a week. I built my sales team and a few other bits and pieces of work as well. Basically, when I finished Easy Grow and I built the sales team and everything was going well from February to April, we got to 500K a month and then we sort of stayed there. And I realized that like the only constraint to your success is your ambition and creativity because you can have the ambition, like I want to make a million a month, right? But the creativity required to get there or innovation, whatever you want to call it, is necessary. What I've done as of recently, so I was on a call with my business partner, Bo, and we, had, we were talking because we didn't have any work to do. And that sounds like a great problem to have. But trust me, if you're a conscientious person and you have Stockholm syndrome for painful work, not having any work to do is, is, is horrible. It's a nightmare. Like I, I, I never ever want to be in that state in that situation because I love my work and my main source of joy, satisfaction, meaning, fulfillment and love comes from my work and my company. And so not being able to do anything, that makes me feel horrible, right? And so I was talking to Bo and we both had nothing to do. So one day, and this is no word of a lie, we spent probably about seven hours on 
a on a Slack huddle, just talking about random shit. And then we were like, well, why don't we just go to Marbella? <laughs> we, we just literally like, we were like, well, why don't we just like go away for like a 10 day break in Marbella and um, see, see what we come up with. Because it became apparent to us that like, we were like, well, we're doing 500k a month. We want to do a million. So we need to like, obviously need to do more. Went to Marbella and then basically over the course of those 10 days, Bo and I came up with a new strategy for the company. And now I'm in Stockholm for a month. So I booked for a whole month, basically like a new environment just to strategize and plan. And so that's the second stage of my um, entrepreneurial persona, if you like, which is what I'm going to call the head up, right? The head up planning stage. As an entrepreneur, you should be basically balancing between three states. Plan, execute, relax. And so that's what I found is typically the, the best order in which to do these things because you plan, then you execute on that plan. And then after the execution, you have a period of relaxation or rest. And then after that period of relaxation or rest, you start thinking again into planning. Like right now, for example, I'm in the planning stage. So for me, um, about a year ago, we planned out Easy Grow and our plan to build the program and like the team structure. And we had what we called a the plan, right? It's actually on my computer. Planned it all out. And then over the course of nine months, we executed. And then we went to Marbella and we were relaxed. And then now we're in Stockholm and we're planning. And so we'll plan for a month and then it'll go back to the execute thing. Then we'll have the same problem again when we're doing like two million a month or something. I don't know, right? A million a month. And then... We'll, we'll go back through the stage. And so what I found is that all of my big breakthroughs, all of those big sort of plateau breaking, paradigm shifting, mecha movements in my income or my business, those real big breakthroughs have come from when I basically free myself of the constraints and normalities and consistencies of the existing environment in which I operate. Fancy way of just saying, get out of the house touch grass, right? In order to execute, right? In order to execute and get work done, it helps to have like just a consistent, normal environment. But if you try to plan in the same environment in which you execute, you get all confused and weirded out. Because what I would find is if I ever try to strategize at home in my apartment, is I get locked up and I get too concerned with the execution of the plan. Because true creativity comes without the constraint of wondering how the execution would happen. So when I'm planning now, I'll just set a goal and sort of like try and build a vision around that goal without any concern as to whether or not it's truly possible or even like even what the steps of execution would be. But if you're trying to plan in the environment in which you execute, you're naturally in execute brain mode because your environment sets the psychological conditions for the paradigm and the way you see the world at that present moment in time. And so like circumstance would have it that if you're if you're in the office that you've been working in for the last six months to 12 hours a day and you're trying to step back from the business and see the, the whole, you know, the whole field, you're going to get way too stuck because you'll try like creativity, your creativity will be restrained and constricted by the logical part of your brain that wants to understand how the execution is going to work. I also believe that as far as identity is concerned as an entrepreneur, you should never be like one or the other. You can't be one or the other because people either they trap themselves. They're like, oh, I'm not an executor. I'm a planner. Or I'm not a planner. I'm an executor. As an entrepreneur, you don't really have much excuse. You have to be both. And so this is what I've done. Like I'm, I'm now in Stockholm. I've been here for probably about five days now. And I'm here for a whole month. And the whole purpose of this trip is basically to just like plan like just to visualize and like, first of all, like if you want to plan, you build the vision first, you create the goal comes first, right? This is the best way to plan. The goal comes first, the thing you want. So for me right now, hundred million dollars a year, right? That's my next goal because what I found with goals and I've learned this the hard way is like, I'm very close to eight figures now. 
Like cash collecting a million dollars a month will happen in the next few months for me. And I know exactly what I need to do to get there. The, I can see the woods from the trees. The cause and effect is so apparent and obvious to me. And it's going to happen. There's no question about it. It's not, there's no doubt. There's no mysterious thing. There's no, like, I don't know. I don't have to hire anyone new. I just repeat what I'm doing with a larger volume of input. Be doing a million a month for 65% margins. I know how to do that now. And because of that, it's just a question of waiting. It's a question of time. And so if I fuck with my business anymore, it might not get that. So that's the precise point. So right before you hit your goal, you want to set the next one, right? And so I remember when I was when I was 18 years old, my goal was always to make a million dollars in a month. The long-term goal was always a million dollars a month. And now here we are, I'm 25, roughly seven years later, that goal is about to come to fruition. But what I've learned is with micro goals, is there's if you're not careful, you get very complacent and uncomfortable, right? And so... When I was 18, I was like, there's no, there's no way I can make like a 10 million a year. Like how the hell am I going to do that? But either way, I kind of just had this weird sense of belief, call it narcissism, if you will, grandiosity, but I did it. And so now like I could make my next goal, like 20 million a year, double up. But like, I just think like, why not go for a (laughs) hundred? Because it forces you to think differently. And so you start with the goal and you have a big, big goal, right? Big, big, like big boy goal. Like long-term goal for me is to be a billionaire. So that's my big boy goal. But in order to get there, I have to make 100 million a year first and then probably figure out how to do more than that. The only constraint to your success is your ambition and creativity. I could set the goal of like 30 million a year. I'll get there. I know I will. So why don't I just go for 100 mil? Then you could make the argument, Charlie, why don't you go for 500 mil? But the, the goal has to be in some small way comprehensible and believable to the cynic inside of you. Because if it's not, then you're going to self-sabotage. If I set the goal right now, if I want to make... 500 million a year I can't quite comprehend that amount of money and I can't quite comprehend how I do that because it's way too far separated from the current identity I have when I get to 100 million a year I can easily say I want to make 500 a year because then I then I'm a different level of person I've leveled up right it's kind of like if you're a level three in RuneScape and you want to go and slay like a green dragon like you've got to level up first like okay well I'll just I'll set the goal of of killing like a fucking skeleton or something. And when I've killed the skeleton, maybe I'll understand what I need to do to kill a dragon, right? You get the point. So the goal is a single, like tangible sentence long statement that is basically synonymous with requesting the universe for a specific outcome, right? Or a future state you want to achieve. From that, you extract the vision, which is where you see like, how does it look? Like, what does it look like? What models can you use? etc. And then from the vision, you create the plan. And basically the plan is everything that needs to fall into place, everything that needs to happen. And then as a result of the plan, then you create the execution strategy, which is basically like, it's all cause and effect, right? Because the execution is the cause and the plan is the effect. And then the plan is the cause and the vision is the effect. And the vision is the cause and then the goal is the effect. So it's a cause and effect chain. And if you reverse engineer your thinking, you can get all the way to the bottom of exactly what you need to do today to accomplish that goal. And so for me, like I'm, I'm not going to share it, but I will when I've actually fully fledged this plan out. I can now see like the goal, 100 million a year. There's the vision of the structure I'm going to use. Now I'm going to plan like everything I need to have to do that. And now let's, <clears throat> to the day, is actually build out like a plan of action of exactly what needs to happen. And you know, the reason I've given myself a whole month to do that is because like, dude, this is like a decision I'm making that's going to affect the next probably five to 10 years of my life. Now, maybe I can get there way sooner, right? I'm 25 now. 
I'd like to be making 100 million a year by the time I'm 30. That's probably quite possible. Maybe even before that. But this is a big decision. <laughs> this, is a, this is the trajectory of my life. So I'm going to spend a lot of time thinking about it. In my experience, the, the more thorough and well thought through your strategy and plan, the quicker the execution comes about. So there's that quote from, I think, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People at the beginning, where Stephen Covey's like, if I had an hour to chop down a tree, I'd spend the first 55 minutes sharpening the axe. There's more leverage in preparation sometimes than there is in execution. Preparation without execution is just, there's no point. It's stupid. But either way, I want to spend some time and do it properly. And, you know, clearly think through every single variable and actually strategize. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing at the moment. And maybe it's what you need to do. Um... If you're plateaued, just trust me, man. Just get out of your environment. Just get out. Just go somewhere completely new and just just unplug from your current state. It's hard to do that if you're not in the position where your business kind of runs without you because I'm in that position now where I've got team, I've got systems and I don't need to be there for the thing to grow and run. And because of that, I can make decisions about it, not inside of it. But either way, I'd suggest you give it a go because if you don't, then you're never going to move forward. If you need help getting clients, First link in the description. Subscribe if you're new. I love you. Goodbye.